0: Hey guys, I'm so glad that you're here. I wanna wish you a happy Veterans Day. Man, I am here with my friend, Ryan Blackwell. Ryan, thank you. Thank you for being here, man. This is, this is gonna be powerful. In fact, you're gonna hear a story and some things in this story that are gonna resonate so deep with you. Now, Ryan, you're a coach. You're a wrestling coach. You're a wrestler. You're an athlete. You're a business owner, well trained. Um, you're local. You're a husband to Carly. You're a father to your newborn baby. How's that going? It's going great.
1: Uh, we, me and my wife Raina. Carly. Yes, sir. How we you, just Raina? Uh, just introduced Miss Rana Jade Blackwell oh, yeah. on June sixteenth yeah. uh, this year, and she's, she's beautiful. She's uh, she's a blessing. Um, I'll tell you what, like just having. Having her makes just like the world go around even better.
0: December 6, 2019, that that was a day I'll never forget. Um, I got a phone call from a friend, uh, Mike, who was panicking because there was a shooting at NAS. There was an active shooter. And he called me. He's like, Pastor Tim, Pastor Tim. I mean, he's hyperventilating. And I said, Mike, slow down. What's wrong? What's wrong? And he said, there's a shooter. There's a shooter on base. My dad is on base, I'm calling him, I I can't get a hold of him, and he's freaking out. That's how my morning started. You were on base. Your day was crazier than my day. Talk to us about that. Tell us about being on base, and all of a sudden, there's an active shooter.
1: To kick things off, I was, uh... My job, I was uh, in the International Military Training Office. That just was mm. my duties. I, I worked uh, hand-in-hand with a lot of the NATO countries and mm. Saudi Arabia, of course, too. Yeah. And uh, my duty for that morning was all the Saudi flight students were going to come in to uh, check in, right? That was just kind of right. the, the way uh, Fridays worked. Come in, check in, and uh, carry on you know, whatever the plan for the day is, plan of right. action for the day. Yeah. Well, that morning... Um, they're all calling in you know what i mean like they weren't really showing up they're just calling in um some something like you know i got this going on or this going on but at the end of the day Mm -hmm. not coming in yeah then there's two guys that come in they're they're sitting in my office you know it's probably like a a 16 by 12 like more of a rectangle shape office uh small right Uh, they, they come in they're in front in front of my desk they're checking in with me and um as they're checking in I see a gentleman walk by, a Saudi student in a green flight suit, holding a helmet bag, mm. uh, a green bag, and uh, he just looks in, smiles. I say good morning. He smiles and he good just much. keeps walking, right? Mm. So that that that's what I saw that morning. Those two guys leave out of my office, and um, and all of a sudden, one more guy comes in, and then uh, that's this probably around like six forty-ish, six forty-three, right? Yeah. So as soon as he leaves, um, there's two other people in my office at this time. There's a uh, another um, sailor that's in front of me, and okay. uh, another one that's positioned to my left, uh, all towards the door at the front of the room, so I'm right. kind of in the back of the office. Yeah, And um, once that student had left, we heard a, a gun gunfire go mm. off, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of alarming that, that early yeah. in the morning, it's about 6.45, okay. uh, roughly, and uh, yeah, you, you hear it again. Then you start yes. hearing the commotion, right? So as, right. as that's all an, unfolding, uh, probably about 20, Twenty-five yards, you know, from
0: me. Wow! Uh, so it was loud. Oh, it was, I mean, loud. It was there, loud. There's, yeah,
1: it echoes. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's a, it's empty building in a sense. There's not a lot of foot traffic yet mm-hmm. uh, throughout the day. So that, um, that starts going on, and so we all rise up, you know, to our feet, kind of see what's going on, in the the sailor that was in front of me looks back and um, I was like, oh, those are gunshots. I was like, take cover. And then yes. uh, there's another sailor that was in my office. He was positioned by the door. I told him to secure the door, close the door, turn off the light, take right. cover. Yeah. Um, and the, the way our door um, was, it's like a wood pane door. If Kay. you imagine that, you know, like the ones yes. where you can uh, half wood down, half glass coming right. up and there's a keypad on the other side. So Kay. that's the only way you can get in the office if you know the code. So with the door yes. being closed, you just can't open the handle walk in no Uh -uh. so it it doesn't operate like that yeah well this guy um get the door closed we're taking cover the um the one sailor he gets behind another desk position to my left yeah uh facing the door uh the female she gets behind me under the desk is like l-shaped so it runs along the wall and it cuts out across to the front of the room uh she takes cover on the side of the desk um by the wall tucked under kind of in a corner Mm. and uh we tell her uh look back and say call 911. put active shooter Mm-hmm. And then I got on my phone, I called my, op- my office supervisor, and I said, sir, don't don't enter the building, active shooter. And he said, get out, that's what he told me. And as soon as he told me to get out, gunfire went off. But it was, rather than hearing it, I felt it, yeah. and it hit me in my arm. Right. And so that was the first round I took, yeah. it was in my right arm. Uh, I was on the call, made me drop the phone, and um, I just remember kind of like looking at my hand, like it was just in disbelief that I'd been shot, but this is fractions of seconds too. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So like the initial, like um, i would just mm. been shot thing went through my head. And then from there it was just, I just rotated counterclockwise and um, I mm. covered the female who was behind me. It wasn't like I had jumped on top of her. It was yes. probably about the distance me and you are apart here. I turned, right. I was like a wall. Yeah. And I uh, got hit five more times. And then I just remember falling over Buddy. to my side and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was um, I didn't know it was that many gunshot wounds, though. It was right. only. I thought I felt, two. I definitely felt the arm. Okay, and then I that was felt, the first one. That was the first one. Yeah. Um, and then I felt like the back of my leg, like I had a giant hole in the back of my leg. That's all okay. I felt.
0: Was um, that calf? Was it thigh? It was the
1: uh, inside of my thigh. Inside so thigh. once I um, was behind this, I was in a crouching position, so I was kind of yeah. squatting down. And I, as I got hit, I turned. So what happened was I took one in the arm. When I turned, I took another one off the side of my chest. Right. I took two into my back, one on the left and right mm. side of my spine. But since I was crouched, the one that went into the, my right side of my back, it mm-hmm. came out the inside of my thigh. Mm. So it hit my pelvis, came out the inside of my thigh, mm-hmm. and it hit the female in her calf. So it gave her a wow. flesh wound. Wow.
0: And then um,
1: the one that went into the left side of my back yeah. hit my pelvis and came out the left side of my hip. Yeah. And then I had one go into the back of my right leg and then one into my left foot. So you protected was, her.
0: So, like your sense, instinct
1: was it was just um right like yeah. i just knew this here hit and then she yeah. was there i just kind of rotated just yeah. it happened like i said fractions of seconds and then from that i just remember falling over um I you know it was just overwhelming just like force yeah. hit my body and i just uh kind of fell to my right um and i'm just covering my head okay it's like don't yeah. get hit in the head no that's just what's going through right like, and then i'm starting to think like it, you know, I didn't really see the shooter because the door was closed. So you, yes. then you start drawing up these uh, figments of imagination in your head. You know, like, okay, what does he look like? What's he got? Because this, right. this is ongoing. You know, is this it just, isn't just one? Yeah, is it one? Yeah, or is, it is this more? a rifle? Or like how long yeah. is this going to go on for? How many rounds, you know? Right. Um, coming to find out with the gun, it was a yeah. pistol, right? It was yeah. a um, Glock 45, nine millimeter. So okay. but he had extended magazines in it. So he had 14 mm. rounds is what it, the capacity was. So he um, he put 14 rounds into that office that was 12 by 16, right? So and we were probably roughly 10 to 12 feet away from the door whenever he had started shooting Holy us. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of like, you're going, I don't know all this at the time. Are you going right. through this? How many are they coming yeah. in now? You know, whatever, yeah. this is what's going to happen. And then you start thinking like, I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess we're going to find out what happens. Then you start getting a little bit comfortable um, in the middle of the, the most chaotic situation I've ever been in, I, I found peace, which was really, really hard for me to comprehend, too, because mm-hmm. it, was so, uh, it was so much going on you know, at one time, but then I was yeah. at peace at yeah. the same time. But then I also needed to figure it out. Like I, uh, what made me snap back in was my phone. It was still on the call. So like when I'm going through right. all these this crazy roller coaster of thoughts and all these yeah. thought provo- um, provoking you know emotions and all this stuff like that, yeah. My phone starts going black. Well, black. while well, you still there? And it's my call that I had made. So okay. when I got shot in the arm, the yes. phone was still on the call. So my supervisor heard the he heard it all. everything. Yeah, wow. he heard everything. And yeah. from that moment, uh, I just. This is like being in this wrestling room right now. Yeah. You know, I, uh, you kind of snap back into it. It's like right. I've heard that a lot of times, just not yeah. in that scenario, but a lot of times at Blackwell, 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 and yeah. it's like, you know, it's time to check in, let's go. Yeah, And that's what we did. I. Um, I've picked up the phone and I just remember taking a quick visual. I, I explain it and it sounds like minutes, but it was fractions mm-hmm. of seconds again, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just remember uh, looking at the female. She like mouthed to me. She had a flesh wound on her calf, been hit. Mm-hmm. I saw the other gentleman um, that was... Now, since I'm facing her position to my right, mm-hmm. um, he's, he's screaming agonizing pain. His legs broke and he mm-hmm. got hit pretty good. And then uh, I look to the door and I don't see no shooter. And the mm-hmm. door's still closed. So mm-hmm. I just tell this... Uh, I say, sir, we've all been hit. I'm gonna get us out of here, I'll call you back. And I put the phone in my pocket, knowing that I only thought I got hit twice, right? And I yeah. didn't know the extent of anything. I didn't even know the extent of my arm yet. Um, I just got up and I ran to the window, because I felt like our only means of escape was right. outside the window. Yeah. And when I get to the window, I unlocked the top of the window. Okay. And there's like an AC unit. It's like a floor one, has a hose, goes into the window. Right. And it's like a plastic thing. So yeah. I removed the AC, that part that's in the window. Right. But since I unlocked it, it slid down. Yeah. You know. Now you've been shot in your right arm. My right arm, right. Yeah. So I did all that with my left arm. So yeah. remember, I, I ran over there with my right arm. I was kind of just hanging, but I didn't, you don't think about that, right? Oh. I'm thinking survival, fight or flight. Yes. It's time yes. to get off Gotta the live. X. Yeah, this yeah. is a bad thing. This is not where I need to be at. You know, where I needed to be at was on the other side of that window and I needed to get the thing open. And it's kind of like where we were at. So as I'm working on this window, it drops down. Well, now there's just a little lip. It's painted shut up on the top. This is an older building. Since then, they've renovated it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm left-handed trying to pull it up and I go to move my right arm and it doesn't move. So then that's how I knew like, okay, this is my right arm. It's like, uh, I can't use it. It's immobilized right now. So I'm using my left arm. Again, fractions of seconds. Then sure. um, I just start telling for the other two, and they get up and they come over. And um, we all three end up getting the window open. I jump out first, landed in some bushes, probably like a seven foot jump out of the window. Mm. Nothing, nothing too crazy, but it's enough to. Um, you kind of dove you know, I yeah, you went yeah. head
0: first, right? Right, Did yeah. You?
1: So as soon as we had it, I just dove out yeah. head first, um, landed in the bushes, and then I got up, and then the other sailor was coming out, and so okay. I was able to assist him down. Yeah. And then the last sailor was able to exit the building, and as uh, she was exiting the building, she said she, um, thought she heard the shooter coming back in, right? Oh, my so, goodness. So uh, she took, uh, this is where we had we had broken up, is like, yeah. she went one direction, and I had uh, saw three guys across the street at a different building. And it was okay. kind of like a uh, little hot bar kind of gas yes. station minus the service station minus the gas pumps, right? Right. And uh, we, we go in there. Uh, well, I see them over there. So I'm like, I grab, grab the guy that jumped out with me. We're in the bushes. We get up, and I'm like elevating my arm on my head. And it's like, hey, man, it's time to go. You know what I mean? It's time mm-hmm. to go. Like, uh, I see three guys, and I'm just yelling. I'm like, active shooter, active shooter, Robin shot. I was like, we need help. I'm pulling the guy with me. And we finally get my over goodness. there to the building. Yeah. And uh, once we walk into the building, it's, now, there's glass doors on this lobby. There's windows, you know what I mean? Right. So it's probably not an ideal location to camp out at. But it was yeah. something better than where I was at. And yeah. we get into the building, and uh, as soon as we walk in, the guy collapses on the floor to the left. Um, as, soon as, we, as soon as we get through the door, he falls on the floor. And uh, the, the workers come rushing to us. I'm like, you know, get him up, get him some towels, you know, pressure his wounds. And I'm yeah. um, like walking around, I told him, I was like, hey, I need to catch my breath for a minute. You know, what I mean, I, tell, I told everybody, I said, get out, get out of the kitchen, or get out of the lobby. Get, you know, yes. get get out of this area, secure right. the building. I was like, and then we get back into like the kitchen. I'm like, hey, I need to catch my breath. Okay. You know, what I mean, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. well, I just went on. I, you know, I need to collect right. myself for a second and I uh, got my phone out and so I called my wife. You know, and I wanted to tell her I loved her. Uh, I thought that was going to be my last time I ever speaking to her, so I wanted to tell her I loved her mm. and I wanted to tell her to call my family and tell them I loved them. Mm. and i told her that what had just happened yeah. she didn't believe me um, cuz i had just left the house and so it, it was super uh, early it's what yeah, it's 7 7, seven and it's 7am uh, what, what are time? the what's the odds of like you know like yeah you know what i mean of that even occurring oh. to begin with so yeah. not here right you wouldn't think yeah. and so yeah. she um she she ended up like getting a message once i, I gave the phone to one of the workers cuz you know i was trying to work on my arm and like uh put pressure on it to stop it from bleeding and then mm. um plus Get, a, get everything else that was going on inside there, trying to get a ride. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got got Carly on board, believes it good. So I get my phone back and I'm like, all right, uh, it's time to get out of here. I was like, I gotta get a ride. So I call my supervisor back and I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, we need a ride now. I was like, we got out of the building. I was like, I got one with me and I was like, we're in bad shape and we need, uh, we need a ride now. I was like, we can't wait. Right. And he he did, uh, He he's like, I'm on my way. So as we're, we're trying to like navigate this building to find the back of the building um i just remember getting really really lightheaded you know okay. really lightheaded and um my vision went black for a second and i'm kind of spaced out you know and i yeah. kinda feel like i'm kind of fading and i'm losing a lot of blood that that's You've been what's shot happening six times right so you're losing. losing a lot yeah and so i just remember seeing the workers and i was telling them like they're telling me to sit down they're like sit down you know and kick your feet up so i like, you know sit down kick my feet up push blood back you know, right. and push my heart and it yeah. helped help me balance out a little bit and I was like, Tourniquet, I need a tourniquet. And my vision started to come back once like I had my feet up on the chair and elevated them up. And okay. I'm looking at my feet and I yeah. just saw boot laces. So I'm like, Gimme something to cut out my bootlaces. I'm gonna tie up a tourniquet on my arm, or at least try to. Yeah. And then I just like I felt my belt. Something triggered in my brain, belt, mm-hmm. grab your belt. And so mm-hmm. I had uh, had assistance getting my belt off and I made a tourniquet on my arm and uh, levered it really tight and was able to uh, stop the the blood, the rapid blood from. And like I said, I only thought it was twice. So I thought it was my leg and my arm, and right. the arm was the quick fix for the yeah. moment. And I had to get going. So you got four
0: other areas yeah, uh, where yeah. you've been hit
1: outside of those, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so like, as I'm like, once I get the tourniquet on my arm, like I yeah. get this sense of like adrenaline again, and I'm okay. like, okay, it's time to move. And so we, I'm back on the phone. I'm like, we're coming out now. Where are you at? I'm like, you know, you can't go down this road. You know, mm. it's, you got to come on the back side. Right. We'll be here on the corner. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. He, he's out there waiting for us. We come out and uh, we put the one sailor in the back seat of the car. I go around to the front seat and off we go. We're getting up to go to the hospital and he calls 911. Okay. All right. Yep. And then they say the ambulance is at the front gate. And so we're like, all right, perfect. So as we're going through the base, you know what I mean? He's going there. Mm-hmm. We'll get to the front gate there's no ambulance at the front gate. There's there's some squad cars and cruisers, but there's no ambulance at the front gate. And the front gate's bottlenecked up, you know, it's pushed oh, yeah. all the way back, ambulance oh, yeah. can't get through the traffic. And, yeah. you know, there there's a lot of other, just hurdles in the road, right? That yeah. it's just like preventing some of this stuff from happening. So we get to the front gate and I remember hopping out of the truck and I'm walking around the truck and I'm just telling the police officers like, hey, we need a ride like i need to get to a hospital now like when we got there we took we took the other sailor we put him in the back of the truck the police the scambia came over yeah they started helping him out and uh did you know the best they could do with the resources that they had and they Mm -hmm. they had their hands full with others as well oh sure and um i'm walking around and i was just like hey hey, we we gotta go we gotta go like i'm i'm bleeding out 911 still on the speakerphone in the truck i'm telling her we gotta go we gotta go and uh Mm There was one of the police officers, uh, Deputy Green, he came up uh, with this Escambia and he said, uh, you're not dying on my watch, get in my car. And so I got in the back of his cruiser and, um,
0: <laughs> yeah. and since wow. once, I, once
1: I got in the back of the cruiser, I opened yeah. up the door and there was another police officer sitting back there. Kay. And uh, he had took a round in the leg yeah. and it was bleeding and um, there was a... Uh, there was a need, like he he needed that wound treated as much as I needed my wounds treated, right? That's what, uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And so as we get into the back of the car, I'm kind of crawling in and I see that. I just go put my elbow right in his leg and uh, stop the stop the blood uh, from his leg. And I'm like, hey, man, you got to pull my belt, you know, because I have my arm elevated around yeah. the back of my neck. And yeah. um like, hey, you got to pull this belt, you know, because I'm letting go of my hand to use this right. and do this. And uh, yeah. So that's kind of what we did as soon as we got in the car i helped him he helped me and yeah. uh, we started cruising down and then as we're on the way i asked the uh i asked the deputy "SA, can i call my wife you know what i mean i want to call her and tell her like i'm, I'm on my yes, way to the hospital right. so i tried calling her and she didn't answer and um my goodness yeah it was uh She's on the phone with my mother. You know what I mean? Right. Telling them. So she did. She did exactly like what I yeah. would hope that was gonna happen. Like call the family, tell everybody I love right. them. You know what I mean? I'm gonna keep working. So you and, just
0: talked to her. I just talked to had her. Time to talk to talk, your wife. Quick, yeah. quick, and then like yeah. get
1: the word out. But no, like I'm, yep. I'm gonna fight. I'm, gonna, right. um, I'm working. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's the heart of a warrior. It's, right a, it's a, it's a, it's um, a, yeah. you know what I mean? Trying to make something out of nothing, With a 0.1 percent chance that you have, it, it's making it, uh, making it work. Right. Yeah. So. We're in the cruiser and we're, we're rolling, and uh, she doesn't answer. So I end up pulling my phone out and I call my dad. Mm-hmm. And it was—I remember—as I called him, I was pulling right into Baptist. So it was around seven thirteen. So it logged that phone call time. Okay. And um, once we rolled into Baptist, I just remember getting out, walking into the hospital, yeah. and. Um, they're telling me, you gotta lay on the bed, you gotta lay on the bed. And I was just like, I can't. And I got a hole in the back of my leg. Like, um, the, you know, I'm like, yeah. for some reason, you got
0: a lot of adrenaline rolling, you sure. know. So
1: I walked in and. Uh,
0: so do you, let me ask this, do you know at that point? So you walk into Baptist, do you know at that point how many times you've been shot? I don't. Or no?
1: I don't. All I know is, yeah. um, like, as we were getting ready to pull in the Baptist, I know that the threat is eliminated because yes. we're on our way and he gets the radio that says we got him. Okay. And then that's when I said, um, I just had a feeling. I said, was it a Saudi flight student? And they said, yes. And I said, it's that guy that walked, I said, I know who yeah. it is. It's the guy that walked by that morning and smiled said good morning. in the yeah, office, yeah, you know? Very um, So that, that was kind of like really crazy uh, to process as well. You know what I yeah. mean? And, um, but once we get into the hospital, like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I feel like I got two wounds, you know, I'm, uh, they put me on a table. Uh, start cutting off all my clothes and i'm i'm being a, you know very like community i'm talking I'm, I'm telling them what what they need to know i, I you know as far as I'm, I'm allergic to this you know what i mean or i need like whatever call her they call this you know yeah, whatever yeah. like I'm, I'm able to help the best i can yeah. in a sense and uh then it gets like good where they start rolling it around and i'm thinking too right then like i got one here i got one here i got one here then the got one here started like more and more and more like an echo and then right. like, oh, we gotta, we gotta get you into a, um, a scan right now. And we gotta see how this stuff went through your body. The rounds went through your body. Right. And so that's exactly what they did. They put me in. Um, I think it's like a CT machine. they yeah. Rolled me in there and uh, scanned my body. And um, what's
0: going through? What's going through your mind at this time? <sighs> I mean, it, the the whole thing's happened so fast. It's been chaotic. You make it to the hospital, and then you're hearing all this. Yeah. are are you thinking I'm going to make it at this point or are you what I felt yeah like I I
1: was motivated by the checkpoints you know along the way like getting out of the uh, building yeah getting to the other building getting in the car getting to the front gate getting in the cruiser getting to the hospital right so like that uh helped keep me motivated right in a sense right then fight or flight then wanting to see my family again and then also knowing like there's other lives that are depending. Um, on me and then I'm depending on them because it wasn't right. just like Ryan Blackwell did everything like right. there was Multiple things that had to fall into place yeah. to help me to help them to help more mm. So it was just a, a collective effort mm-hmm. um, And that's that's like really powerful in itself just to see how everybody was able to kind of come together and mm-hmm. like answer the call
0: Yeah, and, and
1: have the mentality of not leaving anybody behind right and that's really um I think what resonates as far as like that feeling that I had to embody yeah. for the 27 minutes because that's yeah. ex- uh, the duration of the time it took. Because right. I made that call and it was 6.46 when I logged that phone call, yeah. uh, the previous, the initial one, yeah. and then that last one to my father at 7.13. So for 27 minutes, you know, I had, to, had a few um, bumps in the road as far as just you had to navigate the route. But right. um, you know what I mean? What, what yeah. they say? Uh, a smooth sea doesn't make for a skilled sailor, mm-hmm. and um, not at all. That's just kind of the you know the mindset to have, right? That's it. And um, yeah, no I'm, I'm I'm very thankful, especially. You know getting back to like when i got in the hospital after the, yeah. the, the ct scan and stuff they roll me back into um the icu and i'm sitting in there and um, i was like well i'm gonna make some phone calls right make a call call the um you know golf breeze wrestling because i was assistant coach there so that's kind of how we kind of yeah. how the the shooting and the wrestling and all this stuff kind of just n- connects together yeah, there's yeah. a lot of support from the wrestling club and the high school in general and right. just the wrestling community here in northwest florida yeah and, Nationwide, to be honest with you, from like where I competed at my college program at UNC Pembroke to like coaches that are now or teammates that are now coaches at different uh, universities or high school programs. Right. So across the board, um, you know, there was a lot of support there. And I I felt Mm. the need to want to reach out. And um, and also I was supposed to meet him at 12 o'clock you know at Tiger Point Walmart so I was like yeah don't wait for me you know what I mean I'm gonna be a little bit late yeah. you guys got weigh-ins and yeah. I know how I was as a wrestler like if I had to wait for somebody before weigh-ins like oh, I was already hangry you know what I mean so uh, there's you know and that boys you're going to Walmart get something to eat. <laughs> they would yeah no way to make weight but it's like little stuff like that that also helped me yeah. kind of take my mind off of what just occurred too yeah. um and then you're just kind of like just yeah. amazed that you just got out of that situation. Like I said, 99.9% chance that something's gonna go this way, so you got 0.1% to make it go other, right? right. And um, just took it and ran on it, but that, that little bit of hope fueled that 0.1%, and then it made it a 0.2%, yeah. then it made it 20%, you know yeah. what I mean, then it made 50%. Right. You know, Now it's neck and neck, like yeah. what, what's the next decision you make is gonna dictate a different outcome or yeah. you know what I mean? So as I make these calls and, uh, and all this stuff, I'm, I'm sitting there and, mm. uh, I'm waiting and my wife comes in there and she sees me and everything and all mm-hmm. of a sudden the doctor and a preacher mm-hmm. uh comes in the base cha- or the the command chaplain at okay. the time. Yeah. Um, comes into my hospital room in ICU and he's like, "Hey Ryan, uh we got news for you." And that's usually like just the image of the doctor and the chaplain coming in, Jack is enough to give you goosebumps, you know oh what I mean? Especially <laughs> if something like that. So Jeez. I was like uh all right, um, let me hear it. And they're like, you're going to, um, we have to have emergency surgery now. Uh, okay. The bullets had ricocheted through your body. Um, yeah. Your intestines have been hit and they're leaking in your body and we got to get in there now. Okay. And so we um, sit in there and they're like, we're um, probably going to have to have a colostomy bag. And I was like, I wasn't sure and I had no clue. I was like, what's colostomy bag? So right. I'm learning about what this is. And I'm also getting ready to go into surgery. Like yeah, right the there same and there, time. same time.
0: My gosh. And so they're
1: telling me, oh, this could be forever. This could be uh temporary, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, we won't know till we get in there. And yeah. so we just said a prayer and um, away we went. Yeah. And I went in there and I came out and I ended up having a colostomy bag for four months and I had it uh, reversed later on. Yeah. Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to um, have that surgery. But it was still like that was another moment because i feel like at, mm. everything at one point was in my control yeah except for what was about to happen after that conversation yeah it
0: was out of my hands so yeah. what happened to the hope so you it had was, these you had these checkpoints of hope and mm. then you hear that and they're getting ready to go in right emergency I, uh, surgery
1: yeah I, I, you I still put, have hope i did i had faith and i put you in god faith. for that and yeah. that's what i did because i knew um, wow like everything that I could do in my power, I've already done. Yeah, You know what I mean? Anything yeah. that's like, I'm not a surgeon. You know what I mean? I'm not um, trying to go in here and repair this or that. Like I'm just there for the ride, mm-hmm. you know? And that that was kind of like, I think it was a little bit easier to me to accept it because mm-hmm. I had already accepted it when I was in the office whenever I initially got shot. Right. Yeah. So I kind of already accepted my fate. Yeah, I was just trying to go as far and as long as I could yeah you know you decided I'm not going to
0: quit right I I'm didn't I'm going to get everything quit. I got right. which wrestling yeah I mean wrestling probably helped a whole lot with it does that, right yeah. Yeah. yeah and then like just yeah. being um
1: being a competitor um yeah. you know and just all that and wrestling at a high level in college definitely sharpened my mental mindset yeah and, like some of the the training you know you endure throughout the military sharpened sure. my mindset yeah. and then like it it's was powerful, like that man. day it um it all came to Play because yeah. there was no next day. There was no restart uh-uh. the game. There was like no. this moment in time, yep. And this is what needs to be done. And then from that forward, I mean, you just kind of—it's almost like the faith over fear approach, right? Mm-hmm. Where you you, uh, you find a way to harness whatever you're you're experiencing, right? And you try yeah. to, especially for this, like with my overcoming of it, yeah. um, Trying to create something positive out of such a negative situation.
0: Right. That's the crowded hour. That's the crowded right. hour the crowded right crowded there. Hour. So that.
1: To lead back all the way to that, the crowded yeah. hour, like, that's the moment where, like, your life changes, right? And yeah. it, it can be, like, somebody overcoming cancer or somebody overcoming, like a, yeah. um, like, a divorce, for example, you know what right. I mean? Or, or any other, yeah. like, a medical, uh, you yeah. know, prognosis or, or anything of that yeah. nature. Like, those are, that's your crowded hour that you're yes. presented with. And it's, like, what you do yeah. in that moment in time dictates yeah. the future and the rest of your life. That's right. And that's, um, I'm very fortunate to be able to re- react and respond the way that I did. Right. Uh, and I can only attest that to like just my upbringing, of course, yes. you know, I came from a structured family and my dad, right. he's a retired Navy chief. And then my mom, yeah. you know, she worked hard. She's a paralegal and mm-hmm. my sister, you know, she worked hard and mm-hmm. um, every, they're all doing well. you know, that's just mm-hmm. kind of like, the backing on that you know and it's just because generous of that, my grandpa he was in the navy you know wow, what i mean so yeah. like my my grandma involved the school system and yeah just all that you know there, there's a lot of structure that comes from that mm-hmm. you know and it's just it's just for me i was able to tap into that mm-hmm. and then it just compounds compounds mm-hmm. compounds next thing you know i mean we're mm-hmm. here today having this conversation yeah
0: it's amazing and,
1: um, no I'm very that's thankful. amazing
0: that's that's unbelievable man you know, my dad, my dad always said, he's my hero, he was in Vietnam and dad always said this as a kid growing up and sometimes as a parent, you know, the days are so long and then you look back and the years are so short mm. and you wonder, did I equip them? Did I prepare them? Did it stick? But dad used to always say, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Right. And I love in this story, man, I love that, that grit, man, that you didn't quit, um, You know, I see being a Jesus follower. I see God's hand in the Mm -hmm. whole thing, from the peace that you had. The Bible talks about um, that God God can give us a peace that passes all understanding. You know, to even the people there, and you know, it's crazy because we had started our Pensacola campus in August two years ago, and so when that happened you know, man, it hit home. Right. And then we, we heard, hey, this is one of our own, man. This is Golf Breeze assistant wrestling coach. And I didn't know you, but we prayed for you. We prayed for you. And, um, man, we went out on the steps that Saturday and uh, had a prayer vigil. And um, as we went out there and prayed, you know, we prayed for you. We prayed for you. And, and so sometimes we forget to say thank you yeah. For answered prayers, man. And you're sitting here today as an answer to prayer for so many people, our community that prayed, that came together. And um, it's awesome, man. thankful That's, for that.
1: I appreciate it. And I'm thankful for uh, the continued support throughout the community. Yes. You know? And yeah. it, makes, it makes having something like, like well-trained, right? Yeah, let's um, talk about
0: that for a minute. Because you could have been like, poor me. This happened to me. You know what I'm saying? And you, your, your story could have stopped there. But God didn't allow this to happen to you, you know, um, for you to quit, but rather to propel you, to right. propel you. So you think about David and Goliath. Goliath was so scary, but Goliath was David's promotion. Right. And I just think about all the great things that you're doing. My kids wrestle here at Well Trained. They're learning that same discipline that you learned so talk to me real quick about well-trained
1: i used to tell myself yeah. this when i was competing in college you know what i mean stay ready so you don't have to get ready mm-hmm. and that was just the biggest deal you want to always That's be good. be ready to answer the so call good. so was stay ready now like with well-trained you know what yeah. i mean it's 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 kind of really spoke to me in a sense to like okay hey, this is for me too you know what i mean mm-hmm. i need to stay ready i need to stay sharp you know what mm-hmm. i mean what if i need to answer that call again like i hope right. not maybe yeah. maybe i'm on my vacation now you know what yeah. i mean i'm just gonna chill out but like right. who knows yeah. who knows what the world um, holds but at the end of the day, we have a place for veterans, for the kids, for the community, yeah. um, you know what I mean? It's an outlet. Yeah. We have a lot of veterans, active duty and former and retired that mm. um, come here as a way of healing for themselves because this was one of the yeah. biggest healing things for me, dealing with um, just uh, what comes with situations like that, yeah. you know what I mean? What yeah. what? Uh, what impressions that does it leave on you that are not seen? Right, right, and that's where we come into the PTS conversation, post traumatic right. stress. Yeah, so it, it really like having an outlet like this to be able to make a, such a positive out of a negative and take take my mind off of something, right? Be able to apply it to something else. Be able to yeah. see a kid and know like okay they've struggled the first two three weeks grasping this concept but now they get it they get and it. then they and then 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 you see how it builds on and it's better and better and better that's, that's an empowering feeling like yeah. you can't buy that you no. know what i mean that uh-huh. that's something that's like intrinsically inside of you that it's just like you embody you yeah. feel it and it's um it's big and it, and it still doesn't like take away from anything you're experiencing mentally or you're sleepy and ruptured or any of this mm. stuff right it's like uh I went through the patterns of no sleep, you know what I mean? Yeah. For two months, I, yeah. I was scared to go to sleep. My dreams haunted me to the point like I wouldn't go to sleep because yeah. I was trying to figure out, you know, like my door was open when the guy walked by. What happens in that scenario if he turns around and my door's not closed? What happens in this scenario? You know, you yeah. play the 21 questions right. and it wasn't working for me. And, but I applied it in a sense of make a website. So I made a website, welltrainedelite.com. That yeah. was the website I, I made. and. Um, the ELITE, Every Life Individually Trained Enhances. And I speak, that's yeah. that's what speaks volume on just well-trained in general, the mission yeah. behind the brand, because that's where the differences are made. You know yes, what I mean? It's that, it's right? that individual it's training good. you get throughout life. And it's not just like with wrestling or mm-hmm. with your faith, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or mm-hmm. with like your, uh, your career choice, mm-hmm. right? Like all of that mm-hmm. compounds mm-hmm. onto each other. Right. And it creates the best version of you. Right, And that's like, at the end of the day, that's what we're all hoping to pull out. You yeah. know, we want to have the best version of ourselves and be it's able good. to um, know, so continue good. to give back.
0: Ryan, one of the things that's near and dear to my heart is you look at veterans that struggle, right? You look at veterans that are hurting. You look at the ones that are homeless. And my heart goes out to them. How do we get them help? You, you're involved in a lot of great... Um, resources and you have connections, what would you say to the veteran that's watching today that's struggling? They're in that place. They're stuck and they need to get out. What would you
1: say? I would say, um, make the call. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of flashes back into the initial call I made in that office. I made the call and it saved my life. And it's the same for veterans. Decision. Made decision, you got you to gotta make yes. the decision, you know, and that, that call that I made to my supervisor yeah. had him en route to come rescue us and all that. And right. it's the yeah. same deal with this, you know, if a, if a vet you're struggling and uh, you feel that it's, it's hopeless or that mm. the, the only way is out, yeah. you know what I mean? Then right. make the call there's yeah. a lot of resources available uh, you're never alone we we don't leave nobody behind right we have a lot of resources available here in the local yeah. community there's an equine therapy ranch right over Gar- garcon point bridge which Love um it's, it's free um to not just veterans but okay. to anybody really in the community they do community events it's called wow. project warhorse yes and um, i it's, it's 30 acres they free yes. roam there um okay. it's that's a great place to clear your mind you okay. know especially yeah. if you're struggling with anything that's mental and even the yeah. physical um stuff with physical and you feel like maybe you're just not the same person you used to be there's organizations like a hero where they do a lot of different adaptive golf outings and fishing out fish outings and hunting and all those resources so again you know make the call because there's right. resources out there to give you some type of pleasure and enjoyment or yeah. some type of medical treatment like we're working with the defenders of freedom who are sending veterans okay. with TBIs yes. uh, traumatic brain injuries to treatment facilities
0: yeah, that's incredible
1: so yeah. right and then that, that's that's what's needed though you know like the yeah. VA you could say hey why isn't you know the VA handling all this stuff and it and and it's not saying that they aren't but some guys need it now yeah you know what i absolutely. mean they need it now they don't need yeah. it later they need it now and that's our goal is to tr- yeah. try to provide those opportunities now to the yeah. veterans that are struggling now that might be listening to this and finding hope in the message so and the testimony um and then hunting for healing that's a big one here, you're local. On the board, so, right i'm on with the kevin board with Lindsay. it with kevin and Lindsay. Yeah. so we do a lot of stuff especially that helps with uh a husband and wife you know right. like healing um yes. in a sense of being able to kind of connect and uh be a, be in nature and it's a lot of hunting mm. and fishing and trips of that nature mm. too so at the end of the day you know you're just really enjoying um what guy put his paintbrush on
0: yeah and I love so, that. so it's yeah. great
1: but uh yes like make the call um you can always call me directly you know yeah. what i mean um i'll put put whoever in contact so good um, with the resources or just um you know, like Freedom Alliance, for example, is another yeah. good organization. And they actually took me and my father to Wyoming, to Yellowstone on a trip. And uh, that mm-hmm. was really good healing after everything. We went through as a combat veteran, um, yeah. 22 years, retired Navy chief, and yeah. you know, especially my situation. So it really helped being able to have that moment to just hey. kind of decompress and, um Sometimes that's all it's needed, but it starts with making the call. So that's would be my advice. You gotta make the call. Yeah. You know what I mean? You call the yeah. Lord, call your friend, yeah. call the doctor, call yeah. the VA, call somebody. But that's don't right. sit there and just take don't it all. Don't suffer
0: in silence. Right,
1: right. Yeah. As as, uh, as strong as you know, we we all like to think we are. You know, we yeah. all have our breaking point, yeah. and um, we don't want really to get to that point, no. right? Uh-huh. So
0: yeah, that was something with this whole thing that's on my heart, man. Because you see, veterans that are hurting you know um maybe even hopeless but not helpless man the truth is we live in a phenomenal community with extraordinary resources that want to help so right. make the call
1: yeah make I the call it.
0: speaking of making that call and doing something they just opened reopen what was it building 633 correct yep you went back
1: i did i did yeah Tell i was on wasn't really sure what I was going to experience, right? Yeah. I have done a lot of healing on my own in this right. last two years um, with the gym, you know, and being able to interact with yes. other veterans. So that's kind of really helped, helped me. But uh, again, didn't know what I was going to expect. But what I did know was I was going in there with my wife and my new born baby girl, right. Yeah. right? And that's what gave me, a, I want to say, the comfort in a mm-hmm. sense because I knew I had my family there that day. But yeah. I guess the biggest thing, like, and it wasn't necessarily closure I was looking yeah. for. It was kind of the same mindset I had when I was at the hospital. Like, I walked into that hospital, yeah. and I was walking out of it. Yeah. I wasn't leaving in a wheelchair. I wasn't using a walker. Like, I was walking out. No. So,
0: so I know this, but for everybody watching, say that one more time. Because you, you made the decision in that office, but then you made decision in a hospital. Right. Say that one more time, yeah, just So, in case I like, uh, catch that.
1: Like I I walked in, you know what I mean. Like I literally walked in the hospital, and I I had it, I had it like in my brain, you know what I mean, in my head. Like I'm, I'm gonna start winning like today. You know what I mean. When I leave, like it's not not yet. So I'm gonna beat yesterday. That that was kind of my, my montage where I was kind of going through my recovery. Yeah. um, that's what we did. So like, as I walk, you know, I wanted to walk out of the hospital. Right. I walked out of the hospital, and it took me a little bit longer. I had to stop and sit a couple of times, you know. But I walked but you out. did it. I did it.
0: Yeah. And that was at now you go back to like six thirty-three,
1: right? So the room, the, the exact room, the still exact got a,
0: room. Still got
1: a still got a bullet, bullet, bullet hole. hole in the door. You walk in there, you know. I walked into that building. I know right. the doors. I entered that building. In. I wanted to take my wife and my daughter to the place where I almost, mm. you know, took my last breath. Yeah. And I wanted to show them. You yes. know what I mean? And that's where it started. And I went right back mm. there to where this thing could have went south. And then I went back and I brought new life to where they tried to take my life. And mm. that in itself was a, like I said, a win. Mm-hmm. You know, having Reina every single day I wake up is a win. Just having her because I know she wouldn't be here right if I didn't get through yeah. that. That's why I know what my why is because yeah. she's here, you know, yeah. today. Yeah. And um I ended up walking out the same doors I walked in that day. So it was that. just like I did any other day when I went to work. I walked in those offices. You know, you work your hours and you right. leave out the, those doors. I made it a point for us to leave out the same doors that I walked in. So it was another uh, kind of big, just internal moment. You know, there, was a, there was a lot going on. Um, everybody had their own way of like healing. And um, yeah. they did a like a beautiful uh, monument upstairs, memorial upstairs. Okay. And yeah. it was... Um, no, it was really nice. It, did, it yeah. did a lot. It was really nice. But you know, at the end of the day, what really um, I think got me through that, because like I said, I didn't know what I was going to experience, was just having my wife with me, yeah. um, my daughter with a me. A lot of emotions. Uh, a lot there. of emotions, right? Oh. But I'm um, knowing like yeah, I, I won. I yeah. beat yesterday. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like yeah. that. That's what and happened. I like out. and I walked out. Yeah. you know what I mean. I walked through the fire, and um, mm. you know what I mean. I, but I, I came out better. That's and that's like, kind of like what as I walked about the shadow of death. you yeah, know. Yeah, I like, will
0: fear no evil. Right. And that's what people think. People think sometimes that faith, if you have faith, you don't have fear. But it's not the truth. Faith is what empowers us to fight fear. Right. Because right? fear is always here. So I love the fact that you fought back. And you won the day, man. Right. Love that. Yeah, no, it's massive.
1: No very 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 thankful yeah. very blessed very fortunate you know mm. and uh, uh my my goal uh it's it's a lot to to really be able to the survivors guilt too because that's a real thing amongst PTS, right yeah. like uh how do you, how do you deal with that you yeah. know and yeah. my my biggest thing is you know to provide for my family you know yeah. first and foremost and um make sure that they're all squared away after everything that they've been, went through you know mm. what i mean and then like you know give back to those that gave to me yeah. and that's kind of like just the the way that it goes and yeah um
0: that's who this, you are man. I'm
1: thankful man i'm, I'm yeah. super thankful and i appreciate everything yeah. that you guys done and your prayers and mm. I, I even asked for prayers myself you know what i mean when i was in there i was able to get a quick little video made um right when i got out of surgery you yes. know and uh you you, you really kind of find your true self in a vulnerable time yeah. you know and then and, and the way you react is not necessarily like the way you react every single day of the week mm-hmm. you know what i mean but mm-hmm. you got to hope you have that Pastor Tim inside you that's yeah. got that Spartan helmet on, right. you know what I that's mean, right. and yeah. he's ready to go to Let's go. go to battle. Yeah. And that's uh, that's what I I would hope that every human has that in him, right? right. Or has has yeah. the um, ability to make the call, call yeah. well trained. We'll come hook you up. That's we'll help right. you out. You know what yeah, I mean? So right. uh, no, no, yeah, thank you, you. Thank you.
0: Well, buddy, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much, man. I'm I'm privileged to you know have you as my kid's coach. I'm privileged to have you as a friend, and you're a hero. You're a hero and you know heroes always say i'm not a hero but but you're a hero and uh, i love you man no, I appreciate, appreciate you it, sir thanks yeah, for thank sharing you your for story no thank so you so good
1: thank you i appreciate it and um look forward to whatever we do here in the future together and um me too you know and see how many lives they impact and
0: yeah yeah
1: happy veterans day
0: yeah absolutely happy veterans day What a story. Isn't that powerful? So, so powerful. Tomorrow, uh, Ryan will be with us in Gulf Breeze. He, was, he wanted to be with us here today, but um, this time of year, so many people are telling his story, giving him a platform to tell it. And so I'm thankful for that story. I'm thankful for our veterans. If you're a veteran, would you stand up? Would you stand up? want to honor you guys here. Whether you served or you are still serving, I want to say thank you so much. Appreciate your service, the service. Appreciate your sacrifice, your family. Sacrifice is not an easy thing to serve. And uh, so we just wanted to capture this story. We thought, what better than to tell this story? Isn't that crazy? Two years ago, you remember standing right out there and man, we prayed for Ryan. And I'm excited to see what God's gonna continue to do with this story. Now, we never like to close a gathering without pointing to Jesus, without giving you an opportunity to put your faith and to put your trust in him. So can we take just a moment with heads bowed and eyes closed? You know, God loves you so much. He loves you so much that he gave his one and only son, Jesus, And, you know, you hear a story like that and you think, why do these things have to happen? Like, why do bad things happen? And why do they happen to good people? And why, if God's so good, why do we have these kind of things take place in the world? Well, the answer to that is sin. Sin, sin, when sin came in the world, sin screwed it all up messed us all up. So we were sinners by birth and sinners by choice. And sin isn't a cute thing, it's not a funny thing, it's it's not like laughing at a little baby that's, you know, doing something funny. Sin brings death, that's the result of sin. And God knew that, and so the only way for God to take what was wrong and make it right Was for God to pay the price, was for God to die. That's why Jesus died, because the payment of sin is death. So Jesus took our place. Jesus chose to take our place. He paid for our sin by giving His life on that cross. And when He was on the cross, He shed His blood, and that blood was the only thing, is the only thing that can wipe away, that can wash away our sins because Jesus was perfect and we are not. And so he who knew no sin became sin so that you and I could be made right with God. That's what love will do. A greater love has no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. And Jesus laid his life down. And if you have never accepted that gift, can I just tell you that, that God loves you so much that even though you're a sinner and even though you've sinned that he died for you. He died for you because he loves you. And so if you'll Put your faith and trust in him. It's not your good works. It's not going to church. It's, it's not religion. It's, it's none of those things that you could say, well, I did this and I do that. It's what Jesus did and it is finished. He died once for all and he paid our debt in full. And if you've never accepted that gift, man, today is your day. Here's how we do it at Momentum. Scripture says that if you'll call on the name of the Lord, you'll be saved. That if you'll confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, if you'll believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And so I want to lead us in what we call sinner's prayer, where you can call out to God, where you can trust God. I'm gonna invite you to pray this prayer with me. And hey, if you're a Christian, go ahead and pray it out loud with me because we're gonna put courage in those who will pray it for the first time, all right? And then at the end of the prayer, I'm gonna ask, hey, if you pray this for the first time, I'm gonna ask you to hold your hand up. I'm gonna ask you to let us know so we can celebrate. We have a gift, whether you're watching online or whether you're here in our gathering in Pensacola, we have a gift to give you to help you in your new faith journey. All right. So let's pray. We're going to go right to God. You're not talking to me. You're not praying through me. We're going right to God. Would you say, Jesus, I am a sinner. I need a savior. I believe that you love me and I receive that love and all that comes with it. Thank you for loving me, bleeding for me, dying for me and rising again. I now give you my life, I receive your life, now teach me how to live, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Would you look up here? Look right up here. Awesome. Man, if you did that, we're so excited for you. This is the greatest thing you could ever do. It's the best day of your life, a million years from now. You'll look back and be able to say, I'm so glad I did. So, if you did that, would you let us know? Would you raise your hand on the count of three? We want to clap and we want to give you a gift. If you're watching online, text us, would you? Would you text Jesus? Would you text Jesus to 866 513 1270, all right? On the count of three, text us or raise your hand. We want to make sure that you get this gift. On the count of three, here we go one, two, 3 Did you hold it up high? Hold the hand up high.